On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin Where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hey, everybody. This is Pub Crawlers uh, with the Geriatric Genius in a very different way. Um, We'll get to that in a minute, but thanks for tuning in again to another episode of As the Ale House Turns. Say hello, genius. Um, Hello. (laughs) Um. Okay, we are coming to you separately, but this time it's a different format. We are actually doing this via Zoom. And listen, this whole podcast could actually be about getting the genius to figure out Zoom. But we did, we did some social distancing. Well, well, I went down to the bar. So you could hook it up. I brought my computer. I brought the little computer. It's called a laptop. So um, the genius has a little MacBook Pro. And he took it to the bar. And I met him at the bar, which was actually, let me tell you, it was really nice to walk into those doors of the Old Town Ale House. Even though the beer was not flowing, um, oh, all the beer's been shut off and all the booze is gone. Yeah, it was crazy actually to look behind the um, the bar and the shelves and see nothing. Uh, but uh, it was nonetheless, it was so nice to be in that space. And um, we, I downloaded Zoom for you on your laptop and uh, taught you some basics, set you up and hope for the best. And then the next day we did a little test run. Here we are. He actually is doing this. How's it feel to learn something new? Well, I'm not sure that I really learned that much. True. All I do is send you a link and you hit the link and you appear, you magically appear. Yeah, it's pretty simple. now the big fuck up is clown clown was supposed to be joining us okay so yeah so originally when we were doing these remote podcasts it was just me using a phone and a voice recording app to record my voice and bruce's voice as he called me and then we thought you know we miss clown and we wanted clown to be a part of this so we actually tried to do a conference call but it didn't work so we did a different kind of recording on Skype for last and clown, clown is a he's a pro computer guy <laughs> I know it's the funny part alas clown and I were discussing zoom I've been using zoom a lot for work um so that was the next route so that we could have a good recording a good audio file and have a conversation between the three of us no problem but the problem is clown is not here he's failed to show up I, mean, I can't believe he's out of his house. No, he's not out of his but, house. But but with Clown, you know, with that bad ticker, who the hell knows what? He might be decomposing down in his basement. I'm going to assume he's dead, for fuck's sake. I'm just going to assume that he forgot or has better things to do. 
or maybe, maybe he's having dinner with Mrs. Clown. Um, he confirmed the time with me. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what the deal is. Well, yeah, but we should have. I'd like to apologize to all of our fans for for oh, literally possibly do a goddamn thing last week. I, I would really like to see her document her schedule because, I mean, please, come on. She's got to do her bike riding, her little lesbian stuff and all that. But all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's no time for anything else. There's no time for a little podcast. Okay, first of all, let's, let's, let's set the record straight. We did not record a podcast last week because we were trying to figure out this techno mumbo jumbo to make yeah, sure all three of us could phone. We got to use the phone one more week. B, B, we agreed that we were just going to not do a podcast one week. You were okay with that, no, especially because your car was supposedly in Indiana. That would have only changed it one day. And the car's and all fixed. The car's got new brakes. And C, the genius did ask me to post a small little message on the podcast, but what he does not understand is that podcasts do not work that way. I do not need to leave a little 30-second, minute-long message for people to download to say, hey, we'll be back next week. People don't give a shit. They'll know. They'll know we're here. We're here. They know. I, I just guess I'm more of a people person you than you. freak out about the dumbest things. It's very strange the things you freak out about and the things you don't freak out about. I, I, I don't think it's strange that I want a podcast every week for our fans. I don't think that's strange. I'm not saying it's strange. I'm just saying that you have these like temper tantrums about it. Yeah, I do. Because you know why? Because like all great artists, we're temperamental. It's, it's not complicated. Yes. Leonardo was temperamental. He also had like a 12-year-old boyfriend. Well, I mean, you were, you were alive during his time period, so tell me more. Well, I, 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 I have an affinity with all the great geniuses. I mean, artistic geniuses, not, not like the scientific ones. Who's your favorite Renaissance painter? I, you know, I, I really think Leonardo, probably. But he only did like about 10 fucking paintings. It's amazing. Really? And you think Leonardo? And he, was, and he was dyslexic, too. Yeah, I mean, if I'm if you're walking through a museum, I mean, like the National Museum in in um, England, in London, you can see a, a I, you, they're, they're just they just jump out at you. I know when I was walking through the National Museum in D.C., I didn't even know there was Leonardo in the United States. Three get two two galleries away, out of the corner of my eye, something leaped out at me, and it was a Da Vinci. I didn't even know there was one in the in, in the United States. Vermeer's like almost like that too. They're amazing. I just immediately think of the Last Supper. What do I think of? I mean, as as a as no, a I said I immediately think of the Last Supper, and that's it. That's what you think about? Yeah, and then I start thinking about. But Jesus. you look so much like the Mona Lisa. You're oh, so yeah. I mean, that's a good one. I would think that you would probably. Uh, hey, have you heard of any uh, 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 theories? on the Mona Lisa and her smile? No. I just read one. And a, I thought, a series? A theory. A theory. Oh, a theory. A theory. Like, about that painting. And I just read one about her smile. 
and I thought it was curious, said that um, she and her husband had just had lost a baby and she was devastated about it and she really couldn't get over it. But then she got pregnant again and she was really excited about it. So her husband had this portrait of her commissioned and I guess uh, she kept being told as he was painting it, smile, smile, come on, smile. And she was only doing that half smile and she would squawk back and say, I'm happy about this new baby, but I'm still incredibly devastated by the old baby. So I want you to see a half smile, half sad, half, half happy, because I want you to know all of me. Um, and I thought that was very intense. I think it's pretty stupid. I think that smile looks a lot more like she just got it real good. And now I just got a little thing flashing that says my internet connection is unstable. God. And I, I keep getting this shit that my Chrome needs to be jacked up and you keep, keep saying- No, ignore that shit. You don't need to up update it. The one thing you should be doing is sitting, I told you, you need to be sitting in that other little in the other little living room because you got to be no, right. I'm, I'm exactly three fucking inches from my goddamn uh, what do they call what do you call the thing your router yeah right here it's right here I'm sitting right in the I'm sitting right in the dining room no you're not right next to bullshit I'm not here look I'll turn this oh yeah I thought you were in the big room well, no, I, I can't get shit in the big room. Yeah, I was gonna say that's where you're. You're where you need to be. You're fine. You're fine. Okay. I mean, everything about you is unstable. So whatever. Well, it's lucky for you. It's not that I'm not unstable. I don't think that was such a ridiculous interpretation. I think it's totally. I kind of want to go investigate it a little bit. Well, you're never gonna find out. But. Why? Because I don't think anybody knows the deal. I'm sure there's an art historian out there that has a little bit more information than we do. I'm sure there are. I'm going to find it. I could care less. I know. I <laughs> know you could. Yeah. Um, all right. So what's been going on with you? Um, and then yesterday was nice, so I took a long, real long walk. Yeah, it was like 60 degrees. Yeah, I really, the one thing I don't understand is why they won't let us play golf. Because... That's social distancing at its best. Well, not when you're actually playing with somebody. You don't have to be right. You're not having sex with them. You're playing golf. You're walking there. You don't hit your balls right next to each no, other. That's a slippery slope. Oh, bullshit. People are <clears throat> dumb. Look, I mean, look at the news. Yes. People are dumb. I heard. I, I think you can play in Indiana. But I also heard that um, they're going to open the golf courses on the 15th. There's really no reason not to. You sound yeah. like all of those people in the South. Well, Are you going to go protest soon? Am I going to protest? Yeah, that they should with, open everything? With Mayor Lightfoot? Oh. Uh, she bitch slapped me and sent me home. Are you going to go sign that petition of that stupid idiot who just sued the state of Illinois? and? Yeah, well, yeah, these are Republicans. God, don't you? I mean, my hatred. I'm I mean, I, you playing, don't think. You're starting to sound a little dumb. You don't think you can hate Republicans more. And then you can. There just seems to be no end to how deeply. And of course, I think it's important to realize that they hate us just as much as we hate them. 
and everything that pissy face does is okay because I mean like drinking drinking bleach. Oh, let's all go out and drink bleach or inject it or or snort snort uh, comet. You know, yes, okay. If, if Trump says it, you know, we must defend him because that'll make the Trump haters happy. I mean, that's no, all the those, all those companies have come out and said, please do not ingest our products. They're actually, they're actually getting phone calls. Please do not consume our products. The governor of Maryland, who Gracie likes, he's he's a big fat faced Republican, but he's actually I kind of like him now myself. First, I couldn't stand him just because he's Republican, but yeah, he uh, said they got a couple hundred calls from whether or not they should people should be ingesting household products, you know, Drano and shit like that. I mean, people are so stupid. Well, that's how that's we have. I mean, actually, Trump pretty much represents the country. I think as we are now. We're stupid. Americans are stupid. That's Although so it's polling. The polling's not good for him right now. Um, do you watch his daily announcements? I Yeah. I mean, I was, I tend to watch a lot of it. And I, I don't, there's places when you can flip off when he's just, you know, reciting names and shit. You want to do the question and answer stuff. That's really, you know, when he when he goes off. But he's definitely, he could at any point have a complete meltdown. And that would, I wouldn't want to miss that when he just absolutely turns into Captain Quig. <laughs> and I'm, it, it's possible and I'm kind of really, uh, that would, that would be even a deal changer for his, uh, his most fervent followers. So, yeah, I watch. I watch. You think that's ever going to happen? Oh, he's he's definitely working, you know, he doesn't have a full deck there. That's for damn sure. And he shows he shows the capacity to completely go batshit crazy. And he probably doesn't in, in, in private. He probably does. I mean, they, when, when you know, when this all, the dust is all settled and they all start writing their, uh, memoirs all the people around him oh boy we're gonna find some, some unbelievable i mean he doesn't read his briefings they have to be oral it only takes him about three times a week so he doesn't know shit he's just winging it and um he just wants good news and this the 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 bitch bricks the one with the scarves the scarf freak um she she's a good german she pretty much does what she said whereas Fauci. Uh, is the loose cannon there that they really can't control that well. There's supposed to be a new pill out now that um, doesn't prevent it, but it lessens the duration. And uh, so the stock market went nuts. Uh, even Ukraine Mike is completely, completely befuddled by the stock market. He sold his, he didn't sell his Tesla when I told him. But he did sell it. He made a profit. And now Tesla went sky high again. I mean, it's just um, somebody's making a lot of money on this. Those are the people that impress me. I mean, if it wasn't so boring, if the stock market wasn't so boring, I would, um, you know, I would have gotten in it on the scam side of it. I'm sure there's a lot of ways to make some quick money. And, yeah. But it's just boring. It's just so goddamn boring. 
I thought he was completely out of it. I think he may have bought some more Tesla. Wait, didn't he just sell all the Tesla? He did, but I think he was, when it went down real low. He bought it again? He may have. Well, I mean, it, it goes, it's up now. So if he did, trick is Joe Kennedy. Well, hang on a second. Why not just hang on to it? Well, because you'd think it might be going down the toilet forever. No, but you just said you knew it was going to be going up. Yeah, but, if, but see, here's the thing about the stock market. If you can figure when the, you know, what they call the dips, when the dip goes before you want to sell before the dip, then the dip hits, like apparently Elon Musk made like $700 million today by buying some more of his stock and then it went up. I mean, he could just, and now if he sold it out, he'd make quick 700 million. That's the kind of shit that can happen. But it's a whole world that I'm not aware of and it's boring and you know, and, that, and all you, it's all about dough. And I mean, how much money do you really need? My, my, my philosophy has always been, I need enough money so I don't have to worry about money. And, and I, I need enough money so I have to do anything that I, I don't want to do. That's kind of, I think every, that would be everybody's fucking philosophy. No, people want to fucking, they, it's how they keep score to their life. Their wife hates them. Their kids hate them. Everybody hates them. But they've got a lot of more money than everybody else. So that's how they keep score. That's that's success. They can't spend it. Can can Bloomberg spend $770 billion? No, he can't. What do you have? All the hookers in the world. You know, let's say you wanted to only fuck three-legged hookers. I would not spend the money on There's only so many three-legged hookers you can fuck. I mean, the money at some point's meaningless. All I'm saying is I think that most people, most sane people in this world, just want to have enough money to not have to worry about money and enough money to do whatever the fuck they want. No, and I'll tell you what's wrong with your thinking. You just said that. I'm talking about me. Yeah, me too. And I'm saying everybody else, most most everybody else. No. No, people, people. And the problem with when you get too much money, you got to worry about everybody trying to get your money. That's <laughs> the problem. I feel like, uh, you know, do people like me because I'm nice and I'm funny? I I'm like the genius? Or do they like me only because I have money? Talk, I think you're talking about my former in-laws. Oh, God, what sewer rats. I mean, <laughs> And, and, and it wasn't just that they were so, they had such horrible personalities. They look so fucking ugly. I got and right. and yeah, now you got to focus. Let's focus. I'm just saying people being motivated. And, by gonna, you gotta, and there you had, you now have a smoking hot girlfriend who's really nice. What a contrast. I mean, how could you go from that extreme? My God. Good. My, my point is that. People, I understand, having experienced that people are, A, motivated by money, B, think that money provides power, which it does, and C, thinks that if you have money, the rest of the world is out to get you and your money. This is true, but that doesn't mean, I mean, no, people are very greedy. They're very greedy. You think Jimmy, do you not think Jimmy, if Jimmy could figure things out, he'd want to be a billionaire? And then everybody tried to kill him. I trust Jimmy being a billionaire. I would discuss this with him at great length. I've had conversations with Faggy Pants Street, Jimmy, and Fox. What does Jimmy say about, what would Jimmy do with all of his money? Well, he'd get more bitches. 
and he'd get a and he'd get a cool pad. How many bitches? Well, that's the point. I asked him, "How many bitches do, do you need?" And he was like, "Well, I need about ten. I said, "But then the bitches will all fight." He says, "Yeah, but I want bitches to all get along." So I said, "You're going to have a whole big problem when you got ten bitches. That's a problem. Now all of a sudden you got a fucking problem with your bitches, and then everybody you know." He said, "Well, I wouldn't tell anybody I had the money." Yeah, but the bitches know. They're going to tell people. Everybody's going to try to kill you. Well, it was an interesting conversation. It <laughs> sounds interesting. Have you heard from that cat, by the way? Well, I I just get sightings. Um, A street gym sighting. Gra Grasshopper saw him a couple weeks ago. Clevenger saw him just the other day over by Potash. Far's blog. I'm describing Jimmy. Right Stop now. tapping your fingers. We can hear on the podcast. Okay. Good grief. All right, sorry everyone. <laughs> um, I have not seen him, although I've not really been out and about too much. Well, he has to. I mean, if he's going over to Pot Potash, I mean, he, there's no there's no traffic in Old Town, so he can, there's no way he can spare change successfully. He, he uh, t uh, Grasshopper saw him down around somewhere by Rush Street or someplace like that, which is where he's going to have to go. But now he's infringing on the territory of other bums. So um, that's problematic. It's all problematic when you have to move out of your territory and encroach into somebody else's. Yeah, I forgot yeah, about that. I, uh, I, I would like to be getting his spin on. Uh, I have to go to my banks maybe tomorrow. I'll go down there. Maybe I'll poke around and look for him. But. You should just walk. What's the weather going to be like tomorrow? Shitty? Yeah, okay. real, real bad rain. Um, I, I feel like all you do is look at the weather. Every time I ask you about the weather, you know exactly what's going to happen. Well, I want to, you know, I do. I, I'm now watching a lot more of the local news because I want to know, like, you know, where the bodies are stacking up and also the weather. What are you talking about, the bodies? Well, they just, there was a, in Philadelphia, I think it was, they just had a, Neighbors were complaining about the stench coming from a funeral home. They were putting uh, all kinds of bodies out in, in rental trucks because they had no place to put there were so many dead bodies and the smell was so horrible. Problem. That's lovely. Yeah. Um, all right, so what else have you been doing with yourself? Oh, well, I, I, I can't believe I'm, I'm not painting it. I've just been... Um, writing my blogs and I write four blogs a week and plus I do the weekend funnies. So, and then Kevin's been writing really good blogs every Wednesday. His blog today is very good. And um, so the blog takes valuable time. My naps are, seem to increase and I've been reading. I read a good five, six hours a week every day. What are you reading at the moment? Right now, I'm uh, reading Les, Les Miserables again. Oh. But the Prince Small. I, I, got, I got these great books, and so many of them have the Prince Small. Do you like the musical? No, I never saw the musical. What? It's like one of the best. Oh, please. Please. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding Andrew you. Andrew Lloyd Webber? Did you ever say? Oh, and, oh my God. If I ever somebody... I would like to take a pair of vice and crush his nuts slowly. <laughs> what the 
fuck is wrong with you? Why? I, I walked. I had to walk out of uh, Evita at intermission. It was so old. He, he, when, when's the last time you ever went to a, a musical, a, a modern musical, and came out humming one of the songs? Learner and Low and all that. The Gilbert's, I mean, they, they were great. And not, they don't make good musicals anymore. They all smell. And Andrew, Andrew Lloyd Webber is absolutely one of the least talented fucking nobody. He's, oh, God, you're out of your tree. You like Andrew Lloyd Webber? Yes. Oh, God. So don't hold um, One of the best musicals I ever saw was Chicago. Is that one of his? Uh, no. I don't think so. I saw that on Broadway and I hated it. Bob Fosse. Yeah, oh, I can't stand him. What? That one, what's the one he did? Um, oh, jeez. There's a... What movie? He did a movie. I can't stand Bob Fosse. Cabaret? I kind of like Cabaret. Was that Bob Fosse? Yeah. That was Bob Fosse? Oh, okay. I kind of like Cabaret. Well, then I'll, I'm not as, I don't hate him as much. Oh, uh, here, let me look it up real quick. Uh, yeah. Damn Yankees. That's Bob Fosse? Yeah. I didn't think that was what? it. Now, when I was a kid, my parents took us to the last, it was New Year's Eve, and they took the whole family and my grandma. We all went to see the last performance of South Pacific with Itzio Pinza, and who was the famous woman? And oh my God, I was mesmerized. That now that's a musical. That was really that was really great. I think you really need to revisit. Um, no, I don't. Musicals. No. No, and I'm, I need some more big prints of of um, Jane Austen. I want to reread all of her books. I've only, I I just did. Um, Pride and Prejudice. And, uh, did, you watch, did you see uh, the movie Little Women yet? N no. That's really... Alcott? Yeah. I never read that. I strongly suggest you see that movie. Why? Because <laughs> it was excellent. It was really well done. Who's in Maybe it? that's your task for the next couple of weeks. Read the book and watch the movie. I don't, I don't think so. Why? I don't. Why, why is your approach to everything negative? I'm not opposed to everything ne negative, but... I oh, yeah, you are. You I always... Read. I suggest something, you always shoot I down. I can't because it's also bubblegummy. When I suggested a podcast, what did you do? You shot it down. Read. No, no, I said brilliant idea. <laughs> You're so full of shit. Oh, my Lord. Anyway. I, I suggested the podcast. Oh, God. Um, you should definitely just watch that movie for me. And have you seen the movie Jojo Rabbit yet? No. See that too. And we've oh, talked about the, this. Is that the Jewish one? No, that's, well, it's, no, it's, it's about this little kid who has an imaginary friend and happens to be oh, hit. Yeah, you told me about it. Sounds horrible. But did you ever watch? Negative, uh, negative, negative, negative. You're negative Nelly. You're a Debbie Downer. The Jimmy Stewart, where oh, the, it was called Harvey, where he had the imaginary rabbit friend. I never saw that. I saw that when, back in the forties when I was a kid, and I loved it. Okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm willing to watch that. Yeah, but I don't know where you'd watch it. 
Well, you can find it. You can stream things here and there. All it takes is a little sleuthing. I mean, the movie Oz that um, Ozark, it's just like porno, porno violence. Jesus Christ, they sure. Yeah, the movie's called Harvey. Harvey, yeah. Uh, 1950. Oh, I was 10. I loved it. I was, almost fell out of my seat. We used to go to the Dalton Theater. The Dalton Theater, which is right next to Riverdale. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. Done. Harvey? Yeah. Really? Yep. Watch on Amazon Prime. Oh. Gonna watch it. See? Okay. I shall watch it and I shall report back to you. Yeah, let me know what you think. And maybe you could do the same by watching Little Women or Jojo Rabbit. I would say that you probably had similar taste now that I had when I was 10, so you'll probably like it. <laughs> Such a doofus. Does your, does your 107-year-old self still like that movie? I haven't seen it since I was 10. Well, maybe, see, you should revisit it. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm re but I'm reading. most. Well, I watch Rock and Roll Ruth and I watch... Um, Stuff on Netflix. Now we watch. We're watching the Roosevelts on PBS. Yeah. What, what's, with you, what's with you and Ken Burns? Well, he's. I mean, I got it. I mean, I. I don't like his little namby pamby little goofy hair and all, but his documentary. Right, aside from his appearance. Yeah. Well, no, but he's you know, a, I mean, he's a little smarmy. That that um, when he did on um, you liked baseball. Billy music. Oh yeah, I want to see that one. I haven't seen it yet, but well, this shit's not free. But the uh, no, we can see uh, on uh, PBS. Oh yeah, Ruth paid some money for those. Yeah, I see. Like I went to go find the national parks, and it was like sixty bucks for the whole fucking series. Well, no, but you can watch all the shit on on PBS. There's all kinds of stuff to watch, and the Roosevelts. I didn't see the one and two, and I don't know if I really give a shit that much about the fan. But I did see when they started on Teddy on. Uh, third, and then last night we watched fourth, which polio and uh, running for governor, running for president. It, it, it's quite good. I mean, I never, when I was at Cal, I studied Italian history, I studied British history, uh, I studied Russian history, American, a lot of American history, but of all the American history, I never really, really focused on 20th century American history. I'll tell it, you why. Well, because I did, if I would have been there one more year, I would have. No, I'll tell you why. Why? Because you are 20th century history. Yeah, but there's like a lot of- You're too close to it. You're like, oh, where the fuck do I want to study this? Well, I'm surprised. I, well, that's true. But I'm surprised that I can remember as much as I, when I'm watching the Roosevelt's that I can re, um, remember as many facts as I can remember, even though I never really formally, informally, you know, I read, I read a lot of stuff, but not, not as fun out in, acad in an academic situation like I did the other stuff. When I was, this guy that was teaching it, his name was uh, Professor Webster at Cal, taught Italian. It was really a good, good course. I mean, who the hell studies Italian history? <laughs> and um, so I was in, I went to Rome with, uh, after I got off probation, 
I went to Rome with uh, Paul Galloway. He, got, he was writing an article. The Prime Minister of Italy had been assassinated, and he was. So I said, "Hey, I'll go over to Italy. I love going. To, I, lo I love going to Italy." And so we went to Rome, and we were right walking towards the Via Veneto around this dark corner, and there was Professor Webster. He was cruising. There was a gay, wow. a little gay area. And oh my God, he almost shit when he when I said hi, Professor Webster. Oh, you know, oh my God, he was so embarrassed. They had the best looking hookers. That those Italian, yeah. they all looked, they all looked like Gina Lola Brigida, um, hustling around the Via Veneto. Yeah, Was that by the Coliseum? No, no, it'd be it'd be. Well, all the gay bars I know of now in Rome are right there by the Coliseum. Did you ever see? Did you ever see uh, La Dolce Vita? Yeah, of course. I mean, one of the greatest movies ever. One of the greatest. And I wanted to be Marcello for much of my life. Everybody, I think everybody wanted to be Marcello. God, I love Marcello. But that was most of that took place on the Via Veneto. All the little Vespa motor scooters and all the people sitting outside at the table. I mean, it's probably like the most romanticized, you know, the thing that romanticized Italy so much for, for modern era. You know? But Fellini, I mean... I love Fellini. He's the best. He's terrific. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can't believe we're... No, I, was, I, was just telling, I was just telling Rock and Roll Ruth about um, when I was uh, in my early 20s living in Old Town. Yeah. As a source of revenue, I used to go out often to take the L out to Evanston, Northwestern. Yeah. Because those fucking rich kids, rich frat kids never uh, locked their bikes. So I just ride a bike home every day, and, and um, <laughs> so I was getting good exercise. And you know, you ride along the lake, and uh, then I get to. Sh and as soon as I got pulled, you know, I go into the ale house, and within twenty minutes, I sold the bike for thirty bucks. Really nice. I mean, I I really like those English rallies, and you know, I had my favorites, but and uh, then probably within a week, that bike would be stolen by the local kids. So there was a huge turnover in the in the bikes, and um, but do you remember in the Bicycle Thief that scene where he steals the bike and everybody's chasing him and there, there's the imagery of the people sign painters you know putting up the big billboard signs. Yeah. Well, the, the, when I had a re, my last time I ever stole a bike, the whole Northwestern football team was laying in wait for me. And I'm going down Sherrod Road as fast as I can human. And there was a professor. I mean, he became a very close friend of mine for a while. And he actually left Northwestern. And he was at Berkeley when I was going to Berkeley. Named Brian Johnson. He was an Ibsen scholar. But I'm riding down the sidewalk with this huge, maybe 15 muscle heads chasing me on, on, their, on their bikes as fast as I can. And here comes Brian walking down with a couple other professors. And I just kind of smiled, waved at him when I went by. And then, you know, but I was really riding for my life because those guys were taking me apart. And so I did finally escape him by doing some really wild, crazy traffic maneuvers, you know, going on the wrong side of the road, right into traffic and shit. And I did shake the uh, football team. But that was the last time I ever stole the bike. And it was interesting because of the image of all these signs being uh, – put up 
while I was doing it, just really hit home as far as Fellini was. As the movie. Yeah. Well, see, your your ass belongs in the University of Chicago campus, not the Northwestern campus. I guarantee you they lock their bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guaranteed the bikes are locked at Hyde Park. And always have been. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, okay, well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we conclude? No, um, I'm worried about Clown. I know. I think, the whole reason we set up this Zoom thing was for him. Right, but I think you've got to be more proactive and communicate with him. Try to, every day, Clown, how you doing? What, does your fucking, do your fucking fingers don't work? These, no, my fingers do work, but I'm always available. You two are the ones that are the problem. I'm not he's a busy guy. We didn't record. We didn't record because he's got a busy schedule. He works well, during the yeah, day. But, yeah, but he's at home. I mean, he's got weekend plans always. What was he? What what kind of weekend plans? I mean, oh, that he said well, he was. Well, he spends time with his kids. I think. I think. I don't know. That's why we either. we need a little more information about Cloud. I. I think the point is is that. It's just not a priority for everyone, the podcast. Except you. Uh, obviously. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> we make it work. We make it work. We'll be here again next week, everybody. Even if it's just me and this old fart. Well, I, I'm I'm not to be the problem. No. You're all you are always available. I'm always available. Except between the hours of eight and nine. 11 and 1. Well, boy, I had a great nap today. And it's been tough. My naps, Five and six. My naps have been particularly tough <laughs> because they're building the uh, back porch, the new back oh, porch. Oh, yeah. How's that going? It's, oh, Jesus, they're, they're flying along. You know, these, it's, they're Mexican, but the boss is Pollock. They're Mexicans. But, you know, one misstep and you go flying over. They, 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 this is not. They're pros. They're pros. They're pros, but they make me nervous because I don't like to watch them too much. And then there's been a, gra 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 a garbage problem because they took all the people who managed the condo, took all the garbage cans out in the front yard. Okay, fine. But what happens when they all get filled up, you dumb fucks? And the garbage man's not going to pick them up. So the genius has got, had to move all the garbage cans back out because it was just gar garbage all over the place. I took as much garbage as I could. Like there's a big garbage can by the bus stop. I tossed it in there. Then I tossed garbage into the neighbor's dumpsters. But I moved them all in back so the garbage man could pick the shit up. That's very good of you. Well, it's, I mean, but people they, they just... That's good. It gives you some exercise. How the fuck hard is it to go out and dump your garbage in there? Maybe they do it on purpose so they say that. Maybe we get the old man moving. Well, they should have They should have uh, followed through. Are you going to allow me to do a little exterior decorating once that porch is done? No. Why? No, because you'll try to make do a neat freak thing out there. It doesn't work. No, I'm just going to give you maybe a little, like a, a little seating area. Well, I, want, I, mean, I want a seating area. I know. But, but, maybe um, a little grill so we can do some cooking. Yeah, fuck the grill. Don't you want me to make you some nice little grilled things? Yeah, bring stuff over. That's what I'm saying. What if I brought like a chicken over and we can make some... Beer can chicken on the grill. Have it cooked and bring it over. No, the whole idea is to cook on the porch. Oh, that's 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 so Polacky. 
Are you, fu- you don't, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You're the only human I've ever heard of who doesn't like to be outside and grill. It's too much work. I'm, I'm, only, saying, I'm not saying you have to do the work. I'll do the work. I mean, Bukovic cook, you know, does a whole lamb out in his backyard. He yeah, loves it's it. fun. It's fun to be outside and cook and drink. And, well, and I'll tell you what. Our back porch, the shit that goes on in our alley, it, we, we got a, we've got an autistic kid that's just moved in in the building next door. And his shrieks and moans and... Oh, Lord. And, then, and there's a psycho little dog down on the first floor of the neighbors. And that thing barks at anything. And um, there's garbage trucks going like all day long through there. And it's, it's it, you know, it's not really the most ideal place to enjoy nature. All right, well, um, I'll I mean, keep trying. Your, your backyard's better. But. Yeah, um, our porch is finally done. I'm going to work on our porch. Are, is your porch need to be replaced? It got replaced. That was a big a big ordeal for most of the people. You have a bigger, your, your porch is bigger than ours. It actually it just got bigger, too. I'm very excited. But I will, I will do my best to, to provide you with a nice outdoor space since you won't do it for yourself. Uh, no, I, I, I will do it for myself, but I, I work, that's where I work on my golf clubs, grip my clubs. I, I got a really neat table. What happened to the basement? I prefer doing Remember that. Remember when you threw a temper tantrum for me to come over and fix your whole net thing in the basement? Yeah, I know, but it's never It's really vile. It. Yeah. Really um, you me and nag me and nag me for weeks and weeks and weeks. I, yeah, yeah, it's quite disorganized, right? Because we I'm sensing a pattern here, everybody. Yeah, well, there's definitely a pattern. He nags and nags and nags. You know, you got to remember, I'm old. I don't think I've ever heard a thank you either. For what? <laughs> for what? You are such. I don't even know what to call you. Thank let's you. For wrap, let's wrap this up. That's a good note to end on. Um, and okay, any last words for everybody before we move on? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we're going to get this shit together and everybody, every Tuesday, we'll have a, a podcast. Don't I say that. every Tuesday, just say every week. No, I, why can't we do have it by Tuesdays? Because, first of all, clown's missing. Second of all, we don't know what, what clown situation might be from week to week. No, that's true. But we could also, given our new format, we could also have guests doing it this way, too. Oh, yeah, we sure can. I've actually started to think about lining up a few. Yeah. All so, over the place. Uh, uh, I'm actually working on one for next week. It'll be a surprise. Okay. All right. So, I mean, come on. I mean, be a little more creative. I, I little, try with only if you can be a little more positive. Can you be a little more positive? Yeah, but what would ah, I do? No, no, just say yes. No buts. No yes buts. What would I base my positivity on? And all the wonderful things I've done for you over the years. All failures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gl- thanks for those last words. Um, everybody, thank you for tuning in for another upbeat and positive episode of As Ale House Turns. Um, we appreciate you being here. Stay safe. 
keep washing your hands, keep social distancing, keep listening to all the people, all the, all the meds, all those other people who know what they're talking about. Uh, genius, say goodnight, genius. Good night, genius. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye.